Bill Michael Show. We are live. We are here. We are in La Crosse, Wisconsin. In the WKTY studios today. And uh, so good to have you on board. Good to have you here today. Um, I got a nice note uh, when I was was, uh, running outside uh, during the bottom of the hour commercial break in the last hour. And when I got back, I was just kind of catching up on some of the emails here. And it was uh, from uh, one of our listeners uh, out here. And Roy said, uh, hey, Bill, do you still get the mini donuts when you come to lacrosse? You know what? I haven't. That's I, I used to I, I have not. Ha- I got to go get them. I got to find them again, to be honest with you. But I have not gone and gotten the mini donuts in a while. Uh, but what I do like to do is, I again, I know Buzzard Billy supports us, but I, I'm going to stop at Buzzard Billy's. Always stop over whenever I get a chance to say hi to the guys at the Briar Patch, uh, which is a cigar st- uh, store downtown. I always try to get out to Harley Davidson when I get a chance. Um, when when uh, I get a chance, I'll try to stop over to Howie's, um, over to Big Boar Barbecue. Uh, haven't been out there the last two visits here, so I want to get over that way. But uh, today is a very short day, but we will be back. Um, probably during Oktoberfest, and I'm hoping uh, to be able to get out here and uh, and just enjoy the town a little bit more then. But usually during Oktoberfest, and I, I got to admit, look, I'm uh, for those that know me, I'm not a huge drinker. I may talk about it, but I'm not a huge drinker, and, and part of the reason is is because I take in so much water and I don't eat a ton. I I can do a couple of beers, and I'm. I'm a little little buzzed, so I don't really drink a lot. And when I'm on the bike, I very rarely have a drink, if at all, so I don't drink a ton. But the last couple of times we've come here during Oktoberfest, I'm like, I'm thanking God that the hotel's right down the street. We started out at the library. We went over to Animal House, uh, Dublin Square. Uh, we were up at uh, Starlight Lounge. I had to get some food. We went over to the, I think it's the Hofbrau House, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, the, the German beer hall on the corner down there. We just walked the street. And last year, this past year, UW-Whitewater um, was in town to play lacrosse. I mean, so you had that, the big football game going on, plus you had the uh, – the, the Oktoberfest going on and the parades and everything else that goes along with it. So it was, uh, you know, we ended up at the freight house and the Charmont as well. We went to the freight house for dinner and I had to put some food in me. We went to the freight house and then we went over to the Charmont for a little bit and, you know, um, hung out there, but, oh man. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't done that in a while. So I try to get to as many places as I can, but the last time I was here, I didn't, I didn't really get off uh, of the streets downtown because we were walking and, uh, there's a reason for that. So, uh, but I am going to try to move around and I just haven't seen the, I haven't seen the mini donut stop, uh, last couple of times I've been out here. So no, to answer your question, I have not, uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, uh, feel free, go ahead and hit us up. Oh, we'd love to hear from you, but, uh, so, um, Matt LaFleur. Now, Matt LaFleur spoke and uh, had a chance to, uh, uh, you know, kind of give his take uh, on the OTAs and such. 
And, uh, you know, starting off with Matt LaFleur, it's, you know, for the fifth-round pick, uh, not just about uh, Jordan Love, by the way, but he talked about for a fifth-round pick, you know, quarterback Sean Clifford, because the Packers, we talk a lot about Jordan Love, but God forbid Jordan Love go down. What do you got? You got Danny Etling, and then the fifth-round pick, Sean Clifford. How has he looked so far during the 11-on-11 in scrimmages in the OTA so far? No, he's done some nice things. It's just he's a young quarterback, and he's we've thrown a lot at these guys. Um, so, and just specifically with that position, obviously – Jordan's getting the bulk of the reps, and then he's been splitting the second reps with Danny, and so there's there's very limited reps reps for those guys. And but I think he's done a nice job, and certainly in that two minute drill there at the end of the game, I thought uh, you know we simulated a two minute end of game, and thought he did a nice job just getting completions and taking a few chances and made some throws. So, um, but I, I do think he's I mean he's an NFL draft pick, so. Um, he's a, he's definitely a talented player. He was also asked what we had heard earlier from from Jordan Love about the connection between Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs. Matt Lafleur was asked what he sees in the connection between Love and Dobbs. I, a lot of good things. You know, we see it on a daily basis. I think that Rome has done a nice job of really making that next step now he's got to go go out and do it in games but I think we, what we've seen from him in practice just how deliberate he is with what he's trying to work on he's doing a great job of really getting his feet in the ground running violent routes violent cuts being aggressive with his hands um, so I think he's he's shown a lot of progress and just the rapport that those two guys have have shown throughout how many ever that would be eight practices now, um, has been pretty solid. Um, Matt was also asked, uh, because one of the biggest concerns this year, defensively speaking, has been the safety position because uh, Adrian Amos no more. He was very uh, very much it's just – it wasn't like he was a tremendous player in the sense of just blowing up plays and making spectacular hits and such, but he was kind of a calming guy back there in your center fielder, so they're looking for a new guy to do that. And Matt LaFleur was asked specifically how the former 49ers – safety Tavarius Moore has looked at safety so far in OTAs again he's he's another guy that's just coming in learning the system um, he's shown a lot of flashes of, of making some really good plays I know that he had the the interception at the end of practice today and certainly he's been able to punch out a few balls throughout the course of OTAs and that's something that we're you know put a premium on you know just having that mentality, that ball hawking mentality, whether you're punching out, whether you're picking off passes. And so I think he's, he's done a nice job up to this point. Uh, Jordan Love, going back to him, and one of the biggest things for a quarterback is not only being able to throw to the guy that you're looking at, but being able to look off coverage from the guy you want to throw to. So how has Jordan Love done in just some of the nuances of playing quarterback, like looking receivers open? Yeah, I think absolutely. Just how you – Use your eyes, your body language to try to manipulate the defense to maybe open up somebody, maybe move a defender to, you know, open up another receiver. And, um, that you know, that is part of the, the process of playing quarterback. So um, the receivers, you know, because it's a, it's a young group of guys. And between the receivers and the tight ends, obviously, uh, there's receivers that, 
uh, are just getting their feet wet, whether it's you know first year in the NFL or second year in the NFL, uh, are they expected to know when Jordan Love say is is just faking and doesn't really have the intention of, you know, he's trying to you know kind of you know move coverages around and he has no intention of throwing it their way. Do, do they do they are they getting the understanding of that? I don't I don't think so as much. I mean, they they've got to expect the ball even if they're not in the progression. You just never know. You know, somebody could miss a block, the, the quarterback might get flushed from the pocket. So you always have to expect the ball as if you're out in a route. And uh but you know, I think you, a lot of that just the more experience he gets, the better he's going to get at at being able to ma- manipulate the defense. Um, how has Tyler Goodson looked? Because right now you've got, uh, you know, obviously A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones in your backfield, but, um, you know, God forbid anything happen, you're going to need another running back. And usually in the National Football League, you utilize at least three running backs. So how has he looked uh, as far as the competition for running back and being that third guy? Tyler's done a nice job, and we've used him in a variety of different ways, whether it's, um, you know, out as a receiver or in the backfield. And, um, you know, he's an explosive player and he's got really good hands. And I think he's a guy that he's he's really matured over the course of the year. Um, has got a much better grasp of the expectations of what it takes to be a pro. Uh, I think just he's got two great examples in that room. And I've talked about that running back room so many times, but Anytime you got a guy of Aaron, like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in that room to, to really set the tone and teach those young guys how to be a pro, I think it is uh, just a huge help for everybody in that room. And I think Ben said it time and time again, just the culture that's created in the running back room is outstanding. Then there is the seventh-round pick from last year, uh, going back to the safety position, Tariq Carpenter. Um, you know, because he's not only – when you talk about the defense and the – the one thing the Packers love is versatility. And it's whether it's using a, a corner at safety or a safety that can be versatile enough to cover via the slot. Uh, now you take a guy like Tariq Carpenter, who's a safety. Uh, he was the seventh-round pick last year out of Georgia Tech, and now he's taking reps to become stronger, faster, so to speak, at linebacker. How is he doing? Yeah, no, Reek's been there predominantly the entire offseason. Just a, a move we felt like could be in the best interest of him, and he could be a, a piece because we, we've all seen his value on teams and, and just the impact that he can make. And so it's just another way to try to, you know, see, see where he best fits. Uh, also, you've got uh, when, you know, Matt LaFord at the podium was asked about what Jordan Love needs to do because, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about was the kind of the wobbly passes. And that's become somewhat noticeable. So Jordan Love addressed it and said there's some things technique-wise he needs to work on. But Matt LaFleur was asked specifically, hey, look, uh, we've noticed a couple of these passes have been floaters. So what does Jordan Love need to do to tighten up the spirals? Uh, just you, you always continue to work on the just the mechanics, the th- smooth throwing motion. Um, and, I mean, why did you see a fluttering out there or something? Okay. Well, that can happen. You know, I've seen some pretty good throws throughout the course of my career in this league, namely from, you know, a guy like Peyton Manning. Uh, he's he's pretty good, and his ball wasn't always the tightest, but uh, he did a great job. And it's it's about just 
being accurate, throwing on time, making the right decisions, putting the ball in the right spot. And so I've been encouraged, especially I would say over the course of this last week, one of the things that we've kind of talked about in that room is just how important it's, it's really the process of playing quarterback. You know, I'm less concerned about the end result right now, but I, I do believe that if the process is correct, he is going to be more consistent. So within that is it's just the, the footwork, the clean mechanics, keeping a base in the pocket, being able to throw at any point in time. Um, and I think just the rhythm and the timing, that's something that we've really stressed. I think he's done a good job in particular this week of, of making some really significant strides. I thought that was a very deep and interesting answer. Before I before I go further, I, that's an incredibly deep and interesting answer, and it's something that you don't normally hear because we've had this 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 long um, story of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Um, that is Matt Lafleur coaching one hundred and one, right there. It's not about the process from point A to point B specifically, or but but basically saying, look, um, that's that's Matt, Matt Lafleur coaching. He's and he's energized about it. <coughs> Excuse me, that that's a really cool answer. I mean, it may have sound like sounded like blather to you, but to me, that that's really cool. That that. I probably appreciated that answer more than just about anything I've heard out of Matt LaFleur in a while. Because that's – he's into the mechanics. He's hes developing a quarterback. He When he said, look, I'm more pleased with the process this week specifically. So, in other words, what he's done is basically it's been the focus of Aaron Rodgers and what Rodgers could and couldn't do. And very quietly behind the scenes, you've got, you know, Jordan Love, and he's working on certain things, and he's working on footwork, and he's stepping through, you know, the the little squares and the netting on the field, and he's, you know, taking his two steps and keeping the ball up and then throwing it and, you know, whatever. But now he's like, he's a man. So we've been through OTA. So over the last week, I, you know, I, last week I gave him stuff to work on, and he comes back and he's, he, he does these things correctly. And then if you start doing these things correctly, and then it's going to build into repetition. And what repetition is going to do is it's going to create a certain situation in which you're going to be successful on a more repetitive basis, on a more repetitive level, which means it's going to equal success on the field. That, that, that's an incredibly deep answer. And that's probably one of the more impressive answers I've heard out of Matt LaFleur. And, again, it may seem like blather to you, but, man, that's, there's, a, there's a lot there. And uh, it's uh, I want to I want I'm going to take a break and we're going to come back and I want to talk about that for a minute and then we'll hear the rest of what Matt Lafour had to say. But that that specific question about you know the the football and tightening up the spiral and he brings up Peyton Manning and look Peyton Manning early in his career he didn't have the tightest of spiral but he had an arm man he he it where you want a tight spiral is outdoors in wind. Because the more of a missile you throw, the more of a tight spiral you throw, the more it cuts the air, okay? Because there's guys that can throw wobbly passes, and once they wobble in wind, they don't go anywhere. They don't get there with the same zip. But if you can throw a tight spiral into wind, you are a much more accurate and much better quarterback, okay? And you'll get 
defensive players to underestimate your ability because of the zip that's on the ball cutting through the wind. Okay, that that's to me where the tight spiral stuff comes in. But when he goes back to it's the footwork, it's the mechanics, it's the looking of the repetitiveness of whatever side he decides to roll out to, and this and the and the base and. And it's all of the things that they've been drilling into him that he's now seeing on a continuum. That's a that's a really deep answer, and it's in it's now whether or not that amounts to anything, I don't know. But I know when you listen to Matt Lafleur, he's coaching, man. He's not babysitting anymore. He's coaching, and I, I and you could hear it in his voice. Like, he's excited about this. He's like, when, when a coach, if anybody's ever coached, and you said, and you looked at somebody, you looked at a kid, you looked at a, a student, you looked at a, a professional player, whatever it is, and you look and you're like, I want to help you. I want to, I let's try this. Let's do this, okay? This is the way it should work. Here's what the outcome is, but this is the way you get from point A to point B. So let's do this. Let's start with your footwork, okay? Let's start with your footwork. Let's start with the bouncing your toes. Let's start with the, where the weight should be. You throw off your back foot. You throw off your front foot. You lean into it. You bring your hips through. You know, you bring your shoulder through. You put your arm down. You All of that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you start to see it. And you're like, wow. Look at the way this guy's working. Look at the way this girl's doing what she's doing. That's when the coach goes... It's yeah, okay, I'm coaching now. That's what that sounds like with Matt LaFleur. There's an ins- there's an inspirational sound there. So it I it's it's a really good question and it's an even better answer. And I like that. 877-867-1670 is one of the best places to go if you're gonna check out sports. Maybe you're gonna go to the Brewers game tonight. And you're going to want to take a shuttle. That's our friends at Stenny. Second to National Walker's Point, whether it's the award-winning Bloody Marys, the best wings you're going to stick in your grill, all the other foods that they create and make monthly, or you just want to go down, you want to relax, you want to have a beverage, you want to get a shuttle to and from the game. That's the place to go. Second to National Walker's Point, that is Stenny's, and they are coming soon to Lake Country on Watertown Road in Pewaukee. As they say, Stenny's, you should be here. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. you back the bill michael show continuing on and uh, some really good stuff 
really good stuff uh, coming out of the Matt LaFleur presser. And I look, uh, <laughs> Jay-Z uh, says, are you kidding me? Uh, you're blathering over the answer from Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I am. Yeah, Look, I listen to Matt LaFleur talk about stuff as much as you do, okay? And a lot of the stuff you're kind of like, oh, you're yawning over. But that answer, when it came directly into the question of one of the issues that we were talking about earlier with, with Jordan Love, um, he he broke that down extremely well. And, you know, again, if if – if you listen to Matt, you, you you've that particular answer I really appreciated. Now I will say this moving forward, in this particular Q and A, um, the question from the reporter was basically being asked, you know, about what do you think of that throw that Jordan Love? We talked about this. We heard from Jordan Love, the throw down the middle, it was intercepted. It's one of the the what do they call it? The mortal sins. Tom Clements has three mortal sins, and that was one of the mortal sins. Never throw a ball late down the middle. And Matt LaFleur, the reporter was starting to ask Matt about it. And Matt cut him right off. Uh, take a listen to this. Yeah, I think it's a great learning experience. And you'd rather have that happen in practice than out in a game. And um, certainly there's going to be those moments. But it is for every quarterback. And it's certainly, I think, when you, when you talk about the situation, you're talking about a two-minute end of game, no timeouts. Sometimes you're you're a little bit more aggressive, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And so I think you just have to go through those experiences and, and try to learn from them and get better from them, both when they're good and, and obviously when they're bad. Um, which, again, you'd rather have it happen now than in the middle of a game or in clutch time, you know. So uh, on one hand, not great. You got the the media watching and people are checking, you know, the spiral of the ball and throwing late and floating one down the middle. But as Matt LaFleur said, not a bad thing to have it happen right now because if it happens in the OTAs, uh, maybe that'll stick in the back of your mind in crunch time, uh, you know, in a two-minute drill in a game that actually matters. You can't argue with that, right? Uh, one concern is uh, the wide receiver, Grant DuBose, who is still on the sidelines. The week three of OTAs and still has not been able to get on the field. So how much has he fallen behind so far? Anytime you're talking about a young player that hasn't been able to participate uh, in practices, yeah, those are valuable reps. And we talked about it the other day after practice, um, just how meaningful these reps are for these young players, especially when you're learning something new. It's one thing to sit there and learn it, you know, in the meeting rooms, on the board, watching the tape, but it's another thing to go out there and do it. So I think you do naturally fall behind, and it's going to be on him to try to you, – you try to stay into it as best you can mentally and try to get those mental reps, but there's nothing like the physical reps. Then you go from that to the cornerback, Carrington Valentine, uh, who he is getting, the rookie is getting uh, reps, many reps in the OTA so far. And Matt LaFleur expounded upon that. They're at a premium. You can't put a value on them. Uh, they're so important, especially guys that haven't played newcomers to this league, rookies. Um, I thought CV has done an unbelievable job. You can really see the body movement skills that he possesses. Um, and he's been working hard. And I think there's there's been some some great lessons along the way, but he's a guy that uh, he certainly has the talent, and it's just going to be on him to put it all together and go out there and do it in the preseason. Uh, we've talked a lot about Romeo Dobbs, 
um, just the connection that he's had with, with Jordan Love so far. Um, and, and I got a, a great question that was sent to me, and, and this is from uh, Jake who says, how can you tell if Romeo Dobbs is really going to be taking off, so to speak, um, as he puts it, um, you know, for this season? It's the second year for Romeo Dobbs. It's the second year for Samari Torrey. It's the second year for Christian Watson. How can you tell if a guy is going to take off? That was the, almost the exact question that was posed to Matt LaFleur about the same guy, Romeo Dobbs, and the connection that he has with Jordan Love. How can he tell if a player like Romeo Dobbs is really going to take off come September? You always look back to the person. and I think uh, last year I know I talked about just his process and uh, his routine that he has. And he is – there's sometimes we almost got to pull him back because he's so invested into it and put so much time into it that – I think, you know, sometimes you can almost wear yourself out. So I think that's one thing with him. You, you never have to worry about whether or not he's working. And I know from when we get out of here and the time that he spends away from here, he will be very deliberate with what he does. So I expect him to be able to pick up right where he left off. And he's he's made some, like I said, he's he's done some unbelievable things throughout the course of this OTAs, just whether it's with the route running, the catches, um, and just continue to build on that rapport that he has with Jordan. So we hear a lot about Romeo Dobbs. And as many of you, you're probably going, well, what about Christian Watson and Samari Torre? So the question posed to Matt LaFleur and his thoughts on how have Christian Watson and Samari Torre, how much have they improved, not only from, from you know, last year, but going through the OTAs, you know, now. I think both of those guys have done an outstanding job. You know, Christian, certainly you can feel his speed out there. And just where he is at in terms of his knowledge of the offense is, is night and day. He, he is a real leader in that room and does an outstanding job. And um, Samari's had his moments. And you got to continue to build upon those and, and become more and more consistent along the way. But he's a guy that we definitely – have high hopes for and he he has the things that the the tools necessary that you look for in terms of being able to separate he has them in his body he possesses those so um you know it's just continuing to get more and more reps besides corner cornerback carrington valentine um and we heard matt lafleur talk about him earlier uh, are there other younger players right now that throughout this OTA process have really, you know, kind of stood out, kind of caught your eye? Yeah, I think there's there's been so many guys like uh, Wooden, Brooks, Van Ness, uh, Cox. All those guys stand out to me in terms of being making splash plays. And it's one thing to do it now, and, you know, it's going to have to happen when we have pads on, obviously. Um, just – the blocking's a little bit different. The things that we never want these guys to truly bull rush because we're trying to limit comet contact as, as much as humanly possible and try to get everybody up and off the ground and keep everybody safe. We certainly, uh, when, when you have this time, you want them to get the full off season to, to be able to prepare. You don't want them rehabbing from, you know, some, something that happens in practice. And certainly the more times guys are on the, ground the more susceptible you are to having an injury unfortunately and so but I think the guys have learned how to practice throughout the course of these eight practices and are doing a good job and the tempo has been better and just learning how to compete together 
and um, that's that's you know part of the goal coming out of OTAs. So there you go. That is Matt Lafleur talking to the media from yesterday, and wrapping up uh, OTAs as they continue, uh, but wrapping up the media session regarding OTAs uh, as they continue to get ready. For their uh, extended off season, they're going to end up, uh, you know, with uh, an OTA. They got a camp coming up, and then uh, the guys split, and they have a few weeks off going through the month of July before they all reconvene for training camp towards the end of July. But, uh, but that's just kind of an update in many different facets uh, regarding uh, the Packers and where they are at with the head coach. So good, good stuff. Um, let's. Talk about whatever it is you heard. Uh, we got a couple of segments yet to go, so hang in there. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Steel Tank Brewing. They are the landing spot this year for the motorcycle ride. Coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, they're veteran-owned, which is the reason we went with them this year. They're veteran-owned. Dave really wanted it and said, hey, could you give me a shot? Let's bring it here. So we, we went through all the logistics and said, let's do this. And uh, we're all about veterans. We're all about the military. We're all about their families. So why not take it to a veteran-owned company? That is Steel Tank Brewing on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank. And uh, not to mention, not is it at the landing spot, but my God, they got good food. And if you're going to go in, if you like Italian grinders or subs or whatever you want to call it, hoagies, they got one. Oh, it's so good. So good. The uh, poutine is really good. I can recommend that. The cheese curds are outstanding. I can go through the whole list and make your mouth water. but And the salads are awesome. So if you want to eat light, you can do that too. But uh, whether it's pizzas or the sandwiches, whatever, Steel Tank Brewing Company. And by the way, they have so many really, really good beers that they brew right there on site. And all their different names are all military-based. It's really cool. But a uh, great place. That's Steel Tank Brewing, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank off of 67. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's here. Filets, roasts, ground beef, a variety of meats delivered right to your doorstep by ScholzyFamilyBeef.com. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. time of year where you're going to spend a lot of time outside and uh, we all know that if you're going to spend it out on a patio if you're going to spend it out with family and friends whether it's fire pits or patio furniture bars bar stools you name it uh, our friends at master z's people come from all over the state 
uh, to Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, Wisconsin, uh, for a lot of the things that they have, whether it's patio furniture, umbrellas, uh, they've got uh, fire pits, both wood and gas-fired. They have outdoor lighting. They have outdoor heaters. They have so many different things, the bars, the bar stools. They have the Adirondack chairs. I can go on and on. So many things for your outdoor living space, which is just really, really cool. And uh, don't forget, as we start, and I'm not talking about colder months at all, but as you may want to spend on those rainy days, we'll say, inside, they have pool tables, shuffleboards, table games. They have different darts, darts accessories, all the different things that go along with it. So many great things for table game accessories as well. That's our friends from Masters Ease. Blue Mountain Road, Road in Brookfield. Call them 262-746-5931 for in-store specials. 262-746-5931. Great stuff. There you go. There you have it. Um. My God, sometimes the the discussion over on the live stream just gets like off uh, off topic. It just goes in a different direction. It's like the, it's like I I'm the sidebar. <laughs> the show is the sidebar to the guys and girls talking over on the uh, the live stream, and it's great. Um, but the whole discussion gets into different uh, players and coaches and all that kind of stuff. Um, K Dog says, "Hey Bill, I think Coach Lafleur was coaching scared when Rogers was here, specifically worried about bruising his ego. Now he is a giddy coach, and now he's going to be able to just showcase his coaching ability." K Dog, I would agree. I would agree. Now, whatever whatever adjective you want to use for scared, tentative, um, laid back, hands off. Uh, because of Rodgers and his stature, I I would agree, but this this is this is how do I put this? Because there are people that are going to go. Well, it's not about Rodgers. It's not. This is not about Rodgers. But let's be honest. You have a specific way of coaching and looking at things and game planning and scheming when you have Aaron Rodgers under center versus kind of going back to the beginning and really coaching a guy like Jordan Love. Because Rodgers has already got the nuances to be there, done that, and you just put Rodgers in the best position to be successful. Jordan Love, you may have to coach him into some of those situations. And you're kind of – it's not that you're erasing the board and you're starting over, but you kind of are. You're starting over with knowledge, certainly. And I, but I'm not talking about knowledge of just him understanding the playbook. I'm talking about seeing the field – Live action, here it comes. Defenses are scheming for you. Coaches are out there, and they're writing everything down, and they're looking at your weakness, and they're saying, okay, what can he do? What can he do? We're going to take away one of his strengths, and we're going to force him to do things that he doesn't do well. This is what we're going to do, you know? And now you're you're the head coach of the Packers, and you're going to look at things and say, what can I do to put him in the best position to be successful? Because Rodgers could just do so much, right? Rodgers, he, he did everything. He could do everything wrong and still make a successful play. He could r- be running, cross his feet, flick the ball off of his back foot, and still get a 60 yards downfield. He just made it look easy. Now you got a new guy in Jordan Love. He's got to do different things. So I would agree with that. I would agree, K-Dog, that – and, oh, by the way, you had the emotion of things that you had to be protective of, where right now – it's not about whether or not you bruise an ego. It's about whether or not you take away confidence. 
I think there's that, and that's two different things: ego and confidence. Ego means you believe you're the best guy in the joint. Confidence is you have confidence in your ability to get the job done. You may not believe you're the best, but you have confidence in your ability. What you're trying to do now is build up the confidence without creating an ego and not deterring the confidence to where your quarterback becomes hesitant and starts to think about his ability. You just want to let him go wing it, but you want to wing it with confidence. Like, I'm making the right call. I'm making the right move. And if you feel confident in it, do it. You know, not going to stand in your way. So that, that's, that, that's, a, that's a great take. That's a great take. Um, you know, Gary says coaching scared. Rogers gifted gifted Lafleur with back to back thirteen three seasons. The only reason he wasn't considered coach of the year is due to Rogers carrying his uh, him to his uh, win loss record. Um, if you think, Gary, that you don't have to manage ego and all that goes along with it. Watch the last dance. Watch the last dance. You let great players take the reins, and they guide the ship, but if you think you don't have to take the reins and and manage egos and manage the personalities, and that's Phil Jackson managing 15 guys in a locker room. Now you got to be Matt LaFleur managing 53 men and what they want, and the coaches, coordinators, and such. You know, I. it's easy to say Matt LaFleur won because, but if that's the case, then why didn't they win the year before with Mike McCarthy? And if you think Matt LaFleur had nothing to do, do with that, you're crazy, and you don't, you don't have one piece of knowledge about coaching. Because it's that simple. There's a lot more to it. It's deeper than that. I, I get it. But if it was that easy, then why didn't why didn't they win? In, in spite of Mike McCarthy, why didn't they win 13 games the year prior? Why was it the Why was the necessity to fire Mike McCarthy after the Arizona game when the team quit? When it looked as if the team quit, and they followed their leader in quitting. You tell me. Why wasn't Joe Philbin then able to turn it all around? Because they love Joe. They love Joe Philbin. Aaron Rodgers said it. Love Joe Philbin. If it was that easy, Joe Philbin should have, they should have gotten rid of Mike McCarthy and then Aaron Rodgers should have given Joe Philbin wins, right? It's not that easy. Not that easy. 877-867-1670. Hang in there. 877-867-1670. Want to hear from you. Got another segment coming up. We are broadcasting live out here at WKTY in La Crosse. Getting ready for tonight. Got our cigar dinner this evening. I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, just enjoying the day here in the studios at the Midwest Family Broadcasting. Massive megaplex that they have out here in La Crosse and, and WKTY Sports. So appreciative. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. 
Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Good to have you on board today. And got to say thanks to our friends at Cunis. Cunis RV, automotive, trucks, commercial. They've got it all. Go to shopcunis.com. And uh, they've got a great dealership out here in the Crescent, which is just across the river. And uh, the big RV dealer, which continues to grow, as a matter of fact. Uh, and uh, they are Wisconsin's number one. Number one RV dealer. Wisconsin's number one RV dealer out here. And uh, they're great people. The accessories they have. I got, I got a nice uh, email yesterday. I encourage you, too, by the way, if you've had an experience, whether good or bad, uh, with our friends at Cunis, they want to know about it. So shoot it to me. Uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels at gmail.com. If you're within the sound of my voice, just take a minute, even if it's a couple of lines. Uh, good experience, bad experience, whatever. They want to know because they want to continue to get better. They've been awarded the best RV dealer in Wisconsin. And they want to continue to grow that. So, uh, and out here in La Crescent, uh, exactly the same, where they continue to get bigger and better. And uh, I got a nice email here from a, a lady yesterday who had gone in just to get uh, lighting for her father's awning on the side of his camper. And she said, my God, she was just, it was like a $70 purchase, but she got treated so well, and they were so helpful out here and was so appreciative. So she shot me a note to say, hey, tell them thanks. So that's what I'm doing. I'm letting you know that if uh, you've had a good experience, bad experience, fair experience, whatever, uh, let us know about it. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. But uh, check out our friends from Cunis RV. Cunis Automotive, Cunis Trucks, Commercial, whatever it happens to be, go to shopcunis.com, shopcunis.com. Tomorrow we'll be back in studio. Uh, tonight, coming up out here in La Crosse, we've got uh, the uh, cigar dinner, and I can't wait. I'm just so looking forward to it. Uh, it should be a lot of fun and uh, some good stories and uh, a couple of uh, weird stories and fun stories and joke stories along the way. So looking forward to that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that, and, and they're so fun. So uh, thanks to everybody that's kind of helped us out here uh, today, Grant Bills and Scott and Brian and everybody here at WKTY in the studios and, like I said, the massive megaplex that is is Midwest Family Broadcasting. Uh, I, thanks to Paul who came by and said hello. Uh, I appreciate that as well. Uh, great to have listeners show up and say, i just been listening to you for years and wanted to say hi and so appreciative. Uh, and Don, who came by a little bit earlier, uh, and Cheryl, who dropped off uh, some uh, baked goods from down the street. So we appreciate that as well. So uh, I love love getting into the towns, love getting into different areas and, and saying hello. So it's always a lot of fun. 
Um, really, that's about it. We, we got Brewers baseball coming up tonight. Brewers uh, right now atop. They, one day they were out of the top spot in the standings, 33-28, and 28, back at it again tonight. And hopefully the Brewers get yet another win, uh, a nice walk-off yesterday. And already, by the way, already the, uh, the Oakland A's are beating the hell out of the Pirates. How about this? Break up the A's. Nine to three, bottom of the seventh right now. Nine to three, the A's are beating the Pirates. So if the Brewers could get yet another win, they put a little more distance between themselves and the second place Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, you got Corbin Burns on the hill tonight. So chances go up. Corbin Burns, you know, record-wise, four and four in the season, but still a three seventy-five ERA. He's pitched pretty well. And uh, anytime you got Corbin Burns on the hill, man, that's that's always awesome. What you're hoping for is Flaherty goes down tonight as well. Uh, for the Cardinals, as they are taking on the Rangers, Gray is on the hill tonight. Gray brings that six and one record and a two fifty one ERA to the hill tonight against the Cardinals. So, if you can get the uh, the Pirates for that score to hold right now, and the Pirates would lose, do we really consider you know Cincinnati and the Cubs like a, a legitimate threat? Because uh, I don't. Uh, but the Cubs are playing in uh, Los Angeles tonight, taking on the Angels. And uh, the Reds are still at Great American Ballpark, as a matter of fact. I think uh, they have – I can't remember who they play, who they got. But uh, I think they have the Dodgers, as a matter of fact. But uh, Brewers back at it tonight. Corbin Burns on the hill for the crew. So that's a 640 broadcast time. And hopefully keep your fingers crossed, knock on wood a little bit, that the Brewers get yet another win. And you get the Cardinals to go down, the Pirates to go down. And, uh, man, it's just uh, any any distance, any light you can put between yourself and anybody else behind you in the National League Central as June continues to count down to the return of Woodruff and company, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So, again, my thanks to everybody out here at WKTY. Awesome day today. Awesome day today. Good to have you. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun tonight. If you're uh, out in this area and you're going to be at the Cigar Dinner tonight, we're going to sit down, relax, enjoy ourselves, and have a lot of fun. Have a lot of fun tonight. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to do it for uh, everybody involved in the program. Certainly appreciate you hanging out with us. Until we talk again, 20 hours from now, we'll be back in studio, back in the Waukesha, Milwaukee area tomorrow. But until then, time for us to go. Have a good one. See you.